What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello all, and welcome to part two of Sunday Q&A. Um, I should point out that these things are also available on a podcast. If you type Pete the Courier Driver into, I'm on Audible, I'm on Apple, I'm on Spotify, um, Deezer, I think, something else. So if you, you want to catch it earlier, you can. And also you can do it when you're driving. So if you just really want to listen to the questions, you really haven't got 25 minutes to waste looking at me reading questions, um, crack on. Also, before we go on, I did say that yesterday I was going to cover the Sunday. I haven't, I didn't cover it yesterday. So, yeah, so... I pulled a mega Sunday. I went up to Liverpool, came back, went to Farnborough Air Show, pulled a mega Sunday. There's a video coming out. Not uh, this Friday. This Friday is pipping my ride. But it's coming out in the next couple of weeks because it'll be a long one. Um, and um, the point being, I've, I thought I'm going to have a mega week. I've got MOT on the truck. I've got to sort my mate Richard out. I've got the kid's birthday. I've had to MOT the car, all that kind of stuff. And I went and I had a cracking Sunday and Monday. Uh, then Tuesday... Um, got to site, the fork truck driver, I got there at eight, the fork truck driver, they'd called in with COVID, we couldn't get it loaded until half nine, um, I rang him in, I said, look, I've been on site for two and a half hours, you get an hour free, so you look at an hour's waiting time, we charge £50 an hour, the bloke said, oh, I can't pay that, we pay 30 I went, what, on an 18 tonne truck? So I sat there for two and a half hours for an extra 60 quid, which meant I lost my job home out of Birmingham. I'd done my, you know, I'd done my day in there. Wednesday was good, but the hangover from Wednesday got into... I dropped off in Cambridge on the, on the Thursday morning. Coming back from Cambridge, I got another job. Milton Keynes going up a Derby way. Drove pretty much from St Neots to five minutes away from Cambridge. They rang up and cancelled. That was like an hour's drive. I went, you've got to give me a cancellation fee. The bloke said, I'll see what I can do, and then sent it through with nothing. But they're a regular hunter, so I can't really kick them. And then on the Friday, got up to do my job, went to collect it, looked at it, and went, Tim's doing this. Rung in the office. And due to like a breakdown in communication, which probably came about from the fact that they'd just been on holiday, I lost my job on Friday. So I ended up doing a little job from Milton Keynes to Hatfield, which wasn't bad, but one job and home, and not the most lucrative in the world, and actually ended up last week on less money than I did the week before, despite the fact I just basically went up, I pulled a 14-hour day on Sunday. The moral of this story is you never get to keep it. Just because you think, oh, I'm out of the game, Monday and Tuesday have been brilliant, and this is going to be a fabulous week. Nope. And if Monday and Tuesday are rubbish, guarantee you're going to have a really busy Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's just the way it is. You've got an allotted amount, it's yours. With that in mind, hmm, would I do it again? Would I put a Sunday again? Yeah, of course I would. Because 
there's no guarantee that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday would have gone wrong. And if it had gone right, it would have been great. Still, we will get by. And on the subject of money, we did one on how long do you wait to get paid on the career exchange? Because I said, I'm doing a few more updated ones because some of the ones I've did in the beginning are quite old and I've got a better understanding now. Um, Shane Hardy says, nice to know there's honour among some shippers. Yeah, like I say, there's people too, just like you and I, talk to them, converse with them, be honest. You know, go, what's going on? They're just human beings. Uh, Hong Kong Fu, he says, uh, how late is a late payment? 30 days um, from, from jobs plus a week, and sorry you missed your invoice, we'll be on the next payment run. Depends on you. Um, I tend to give them, we tend to give them about a week over the due date, and if it hasn't come in a week over the due date, then you're on them. I'm fairly, so we used to give them, I, think, I don't think Al does anymore, I think they're on them. If, if, the thing, if it's late, it's late. If you, they've had 30 days and they haven't paid it, you can ring them up on the 31st and go, you haven't paid. I want my money. It's sort of like, you know, you, you are late. And they go, oh, yeah, but it's due next week. No, it's the, it's due like two weeks. No, it's late now. It's not late in two weeks' time. It's late now. You've got to sort this. But then everybody will do it different ways. So you can. it's not that easy, you know. Um, Dale Steele says, I allow one week over the email. If it gets ignored, then they get another one, two weeks. After that, interest gets added to the invoice. You can do it. You can put it in your terms. If you don't pay, we charge interest at this rate. But that can then complicate things <clears throat> when you go, you've got to pay the invoice. And they pay it, you go, no, no, the invoice has gone up now. Well, what do you mean it's gone up now? Well, you know the interest. Oh, well, you'll have to get back to finance. And then you're just in a world of pain. But Dale, let me know how that works. I'll be interested to find that one out. Steve at SDC Services said, said there are loads of great shippers out there. Some differ from others. Some don't pay. Some pay straight away and use this as a carrot and stick to, work to get cheap rates. But as I said, there's a lot of great shippers out there. Yeah, you'll work out which are the good ones. I worked out very quickly. I worked a lot for Ben. I worked for my mate Simple um, Simple Brian um, and done a lot of work for well, Scott at the time. It's Simon now because Scott ran the vans and Simon runs the trucks. Um, but I knew that well, those guys, they were good as gold. They were going to give me decent rates and I wasn't going to have to wait too long, which is lovely. Um, TC Services said, I personally don't think there should be any excuse for late payment unless they call you to explain. I agree with you. They want us to turn up on time and deliver it ASAP. Now, if it's collected, if we collected the job and then delivered it the next day without telling them, we'd all get bad feedback and then they'd never use us again. I have a few late payments and when I phone them, it turns out they've already been paid but by a different company name. Yeah, these are other things. Your late payment might not be. It might be because they missed you. Sometimes we genuinely get phone calls of people going, you won't pay my invoice. And you check it out and you go... How do we miss that one? So you pay it. It's fine. Um, sometimes you have to they go, no, we have paid it. And you have to go back and check it. Go, oh, yeah, there's the amount. And that's why payment references it. So ask them to put the, um, when you send them the invoice, get them to put the, the, the invoice reference on the bank statement so that then you can go into notes on the bank statement and say, like, invoice 2703, ah, 2703, and the amount should match up. And you go, right, that's that one, tick. I think I don't do the shipping. I do the driving. On the subject of driving, Bedroom pizza. <laughs> so, yeah, this is the one where, again, I thought, again, I thought I'm going to go out there, I'm going to crack it, go anywhere. Could I get a second job? It's not all it's not all honey and roses, you know? It's not all sort of plain sailing. Um, <laughs> this did make me laugh as well, as Wayne Nichols says. Great video, Steve. <laughs> yeah, poor old Gary. He was the guy there who... Um, 
who's been calling me the wrong name for the last three months. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Karen9176. What a, he says, all right, Dave. Drink, do you know my name's Rodney? You do, you do know my name's Rodney, don't you? Why do people call you Dave then? That's <laughs> Um, and Steve at SDC Services. So I always want to call, be called Pete. I always want to be called Steve. So it's fine. Um, Mark Vanguard. Is, I just bought a newish van. Um, I also had free crossings from up there because I'm, I'm still getting free crossings every time I go over the, um, the, the, the 25 because the lorry still registers the previous owner. It's not cost them a fortune. I don't think it's there. I think it's three quid. And I don't go over often. And if they ever point it out to me and say, you owe me... 18 crossings, I'll go, fine, I'll write you a check, you know, I'll give me your bank details, I'll put it in, like, you know, but um, I can't change it on the computer system until they knock the lorry off, well, they haven't noticed yet, so, I mean, an argument can be made, I couldn't ring them, but I haven't got a phone number. Uh, God said, I just bought a newish van, I've also had three crossings for a month until they realised I never got the letter, I used to check and see if I could put my auto pay before going over. Finally, it let me. Yeah, you can do that, alternatively, if you get the letter and you go, look, I've been trying to do this for ages. And they go, yeah, okay, just pay it. And then we'll give you the, the you know, just pay the pay, pay what you owe us and then we'll set it up for the future. I think they're aware of the situation. I don't think I'm the only one. Godzilla said, um, I'd not appalled into services two hour waiting before paying. Plus, if a job comes in, it sods like it's going the other direction. This one, per this one describes perfectly how it's going for me. Job in the morning, but nothing in the afternoon. Yeah, it does happen sometimes. I mean, I'm kind of lucky where I live in the fact that there's a reasonable amount of work. And also, I try to be clever about where I'm going to. So I know that if I pick up, if I pick up um, in Dunstable and it's going to Bristol or going to Lincoln, I'm going to quote more money than if I pick up in Dunstable and I'm going to somewhere like Derby or Sheffield, even though the miles might be the same. So I think Sheffield... Got a chance of getting out. Lincoln, Bristol, never get anything out of Bristol. I always suffer on the M4 corridor. And Lincoln, I'm just going to pick up the potatoes. That's not fair. There is stuff coming out of Lincoln. Carrots. Um, <laughs> I actually quite like Lincoln. We've got family out there. Yeah. But yeah, it is a problem. And then you end up doing a one job. But then the one job, if you're on low miles and... Um, you know, you can get good money for going 34 miles and then go home. You'll still make more money. <laughs> well, I say you still make more money than um, you would in the van, but we've got the whole Godzilla. We've got the whole... Near the end, we've got the Godzilla's essay. It's quite long. That's why I put it near the end. But for those that are interested, and I'm interested, we'll come to it at the end. We'll see. Uh, Ryan Moses says, um, I was hoping you'd take the Blackwood job. It's my hometown. If you find yourself somewhere in South Wales, let me know. We often have loads available. Ryan, that is good to know. Thank you very much. Cheers. I'd, I'd have taken anything, mate. It just didn't come in. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba. 
So we're gonna do the usual stuff now. We've got the wise guys. Uh, Dale Steele says, any small any small van guys on there, what are you charging? Now I said this yesterday, any shippers out there that are prepared to let me know what rates they're looking for to get there off. And I'm trying to do, I'm not trying to um, undercut anybody or anything like that. What I'm trying to do is trying to give people out there an idea of what they should be quoting realistically if they want to win a job. It will stop people going poor and it will stop people putting in ridiculous quotes. So you sit on my computer and go, oh, you'll never guess what. This guy's just quoting 300 pounds for Luton the Dunstable. Hey! <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get rid of all of that. We're trying to get an idea of, you know, it's just an honest day's work for an honest day's pay. This is what the shipper's going to get. This is what you can expect out the other side of it. If you quote within these bandwidths, you should be okay. That's what we're driving at here. Work or it won't, but I am going to, well, I know I've, I've got a little thing together, but a bit more information before I do it would be handy. Um, Fahir Khan says, Courier operator's license. Do you need to collect? Do you need a license to collect food from one company and deliver uh, to another company in the same day? No, you don't, because I've done it many times. I've delivered food. I've delivered alcohol. In fact, I often take pallets of plate, uh, pallets of. Um, I've done crisps. I've done sweets. I've done all that kind of stuff. And I've done it in a loot. And I've done it in a lorry. I've done it in a seven ton. I've done it in an eighteen ton. Uh, there might be specific things, if anyone knows that, yeah, but if you've got this particular kind of food, I don't know if it's the same if you're using, like, I know with Ambient it's fine, because I do Ambient, uh, which is that kind of, it's like, you know, it, it's done, it goes in the fridge, but it's okay, it's Ambient, I think. Um, get it there quick type thing, or, you know, it's cans of Coke, I think is Ambient, I'm not sure. But, you know, things like crisps, they go in your cupboard. Ambient is something that goes in the fridge, and then you've got Frozen. Frozen might be different. You might need a license frozen. Again, if I've got that wrong, and I usually have, you can all put me right. Uh, but no, you, and the short answer is, mate, you do not need a license to deliver food. It might be also different if you're doing, like, um, Uber Eats and stuff like that, but I don't believe so. So a bit more information, guys. That's why I put it on the wise guys. They will let me know what the crack is, and I shall pass it on to you for here. Uh, for home, sorry. And ZipZap says... Has anyone had to open the curtains and secure in high winds, like it says in the CPC case studies? I'm learning all the stuff. I've never had to do it. Um, anybody? Let me know. I imagine it wouldn't be that tricky. You Presumably you just tie the curtains right back, open them right back, get your ratchet straps from out the back, loop them round where the door is and stuff like that, ratchet it right up. That'd be interesting to know one day it might get caught out. So once again, one out to the wise guys. Do you need a license to deliver food? I don't think so. Um, what, are the, what are the vans charging? And uh, has anyone ever had to secure their curtains open in high winds? Right. Now the miscellaneous. Ian Merrick says, afternoon, Pete. A bit, a bit of an off but important topic update. Big Beardy did an item on avoiding being overloaded a while ago. Uh, the, reach weight, the reach weight control portable vehicle scales, £219, still coming out as the best option on eBay. I wrote to my AMP and asked why they are weight management systems not mandated in van manufacturing considering how many times I see overloaded vans prosecuted in police Facebook groups. He passed it on to Grant Snaps for the moment and unsurprisingly the government thinks that, driver, that visual driver checks and weigh bridges are still sufficient systems. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Uh, some manufacturers have um, included have, have included already Ford Transit Combi add thirteen fifty. You can put scales on your Ford Transit Combi for thirteen fifty. Ouch. Um, and they're not considered accurate by the DVSA 
say the motors, maybe it's to do with the accuracy of the scales, um, so the motor manufacturers and traders. Um, yeah, you can put scales on if you want to. I think you can normally tell by looking at the springs. I mean, it's not brilliant, but happy springs, good. Sad springs, bad. Springs like that, that's good. Springs like that, that's not good. Um, and also you can tell when you get pulled off. Jesus, this is heavy. Um, and if you're in any doubt, the, first, the best thing to do is to take it to the nearest available way bridge. And if it's heavy, take it back. It's not. We're in debates on whether you're allowed to do that or not allowed to do that back. And once you've been weighed, you can't go back on the carriageway. But if it's around the corner, or take it to a way bridge, say you're overweight, and ring the shipper and go, I'm overweight. You've got to get another van in here to get this off me. Because I'm over. They've overloaded me. But you're buying yourself a world of pain. End of the day, guys. You do you. Uh, the Holy Quran says, um, hello man, how are you? I hope you're well. Uh, how much can I make if I work 12 hours per day? If only it were that simple. We've done this one before. Um, I'll, I'll probably do you, there is a video out there. Um, but it's probably a bit out of date because I'm trying to update them all. It depends on all kinds of things, mate. It depends on where you are, what size van you have. Um, are you going to do distance? Are you going to be tramping? Are you going to be sleeping in the van? If you're going to be sleeping in the van, you've got a better chance. There is a video. Check it out, and I will try and update one for you in the near future. Uh, Canon Sinclair says, Hi, Pete. Still watching the... Oh, thank you very much. Uh, just a, a niggling question on running costs. How are you finding your weekly expenses for fuel, i.e. how much does it take in your truck cost to fuel? How many miles do you get out of it? And on an average week, what are your costs on this? Um, to fill up my tank is now... Well, it's 150 litres, my tank. And our fuel is coming in at the moment at around 160 with the VAT. Uh, my fuel bills have gone up from £500 a week to £700 a week, and I'm not actually making any more money on a weekly basis. So I have been hit um, 200 quid a week, which, if you have to look at it, is £40 a day. But that, the thing is also, you only get hit on the fuel if you go distance, and you only get hit on the fuel if... Um, if, 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 if you run. <laughs> so when you don't run, the worst one is when you do Birmingham and have to come back empty. Or you drive to Milton Keynes for an hour and don't get paid for it. But um, on the whole, I'm still doing okay. There was room for manoeuvre and it is still doing okay. I do, like I say, I do quite more now on jobs going into the middle of nowhere. And um, I do, we do try and hang out for a price. We don't tend to launch now for under 250 quid if we can help it. And there's enough work on there that we don't have to. And hopefully what you'll get, what we had for a little while before the lockdown, or, well, no, it's during lockdown because we've done, done the trucks after lockdown. But what we had for a little while was Milton Keynes to Northampton, then sit in a bay for two hours, then Northampton to Milton Keynes, sit on a bay for two hours. But you get the money because you're sitting there and then you, you, you've got no dead miles, very little fuel, but still a decent wage. It, it's okay, but that's the bottom line. It's cost me time quite a week. Um, best time of my life said rec recommend which van medium wheelbase, long wheelbase, high wheelbase van, we've done one on what's the best van to run on the CX, at the end of the day it comes down to your personal preference I am going to try and do you an updated video on how much you're going to cost, what you should bid but you know, the, it's down to you mate, I, I, I tend to find that the van finds you um, East Sussex Biker says are you charging for one way or do you get return jobs if possible that's one way. That's the way it works. It's kind of a backload site, the idea being that you have your own customer who takes you from where you live, say, Dunstable to um, Derby. They want to get to Derby. 
I get a job from. I don't know anyone in Derby because I don't. You know, I don't run Derby every day. I run like run Derby once every two, once once. I don't know, twice a week or something. So you, you can't go. I, could, I can't do a regular job for you. But you get to Derby, go. Yeah, I'll take that back for you for this money, and that's the way it works. Um, he also says I'm a biker doing courier work for 18 months. And I stopped. I was working for a company, but self-employed. Can I use the CX as a bike courier? I have a link to the CX. I wouldn't recommend it. Um, there are certain things that don't really crop up very often, like specifics like flatbeds, fridges. They come up high abs, moffats. They do, and if you're the right man in the right area, you'll get good money for it. Bike jobs don't come up very often on the CX. Sorry to give you the... I know it's probably not the news you're looking for. If you want to join the CX, just write Courier Exchange into Google. It's all over there. Uh, but... I think you would probably find that the money it costs you to join the CX is probably the money that you might make out of it. I don't. I. I, I wouldn't put it down. If, if you've only got a bike, I'd say no. Um, Michael Taylor says I've got a 2003 Luton Transit. Would this be suitable for work on the Curie Exchange, or is it too old? No, we did one on old vans, and it's not really the old age of the van. It will. It might, it might put off. Like maybe one chipper in 20, maybe. But as long as your van is tidy, my mate Ken, I said, it's got a van that's 2004, and it's, uh, no, it's not 2004, it's a 2004 plate. It's like a Euro 4, but it's immaculate. You know, I drove down the road the other day, and there's like a Chevy 69 going down there. It looks like it's just rolled off the production line, because obviously the guy's got a classic car, he's taken care of it. You're not going to go, well, that's that tatty old car, are you? You just go, wow, look at that. It's like wider than most cars are long. But, um, yeah, it's not the age. Although the age will put off some people, it really is the reliability and the look of the van. As long as your van is clean and presentable and you're clean and presentable, shouldn't be a problem. Um, Crafty one says, Hi, Pete. I've got a medium wheelbase Renault Kango, smaller van. Can I start charge medium wheelbase money? Keep up. Well, thank you. Um, measure it. Measure it, see how. I mean, I'm not sure what a Kango is. Normally, the, the, there is one on van sizes, a lot of videos there. Um, but it tends to be 1.2 in the back is a, is a short wheelbase, two meters is a long, medium wheelbase, three long, four meters extra long. Because it depends on how many pallets you can get in the back one, two, three, or four. That's a general rule of thumb. It's not utterly accurate. And what you can do when you're bidding for jobs, you can say, I'm in this van. And these are the dimensions. And you can ring them and go, I'm in the van. These are the dimensions. And they'll go, yeah, it's only a little box. Don't worry about it. Although, not so sure. Yeah, it might be a bit of a squeeze. We might have to go with someone else. But, you know, watch the video. Where you go. Uh, white man, white van man says, on the price structuring video, the one I want to put forward, I find pence per mile inadequate. It's just not close enough. Personally, I prefer fixed price per pickup and drop-off. This gives you a basic core minimum job price. Fixed price per miles, all miles, overhead and wages per hour, I expect to be multiplied by the driver and I expect to take the job. You'll do it your way. I mean, there's got to be a price per mile because you can't charge for minimum. For, you can't charge just charge a price for a job because one might be going from Dunstable to, to Luton, one might be going from Dunstable to Newcastle. It does have to be factored in, but everyone does it their way. So, right, we're coming on the trucks now, and this will take us neatly into the um, the Godzilla essay. Um, a couple first. Longfinger says uh, the in-app truck has all the truck stop facilities. I have got it. I've never used it. I should check it out. And Steve Campbell is currently, he says, I'm driving a 2011 DAF LF55 18-ton curtain slider with a brilliant tail lift. It's huge. I do like them, the cantilevers, I assume that is, the one that takes up the whole of the back of the truck. So when it comes down, it goes like that. It's like you've got an extra truck to play with. But I like the idea of it. I've never used it. 
he says he's got an electric pump truck with a huge eight foot long tail, eight, yeah, eight foot long tail lift platform. He says, I'm like a teenager. It's a dream come true. Uh, I don't have any back doors, but it doesn't have to make life a lot easier. Good luck, Steve. So I just want to fill you in on what's going on now with Godzilla's, which is because Godzilla's have jumped into a truck. Uh, and then I think he's jumping out very quickly, which is a shame. But he says, right, he says, right, me again. He says, so, why am I not keeping the truck? Well, the overheads on keeping the truck are large if it's not being used. Your basic £300 a month parking, 360 uh, transport manager, 300 on insurance means I need to do 500 quid's worth of work to break even after fuel every week. So that's a bad start to the week. Uh, if I owned a van, I could use it for work, and when I'm not, I could use it as a courier vehicle. You could also use it as a personal vehicle, I assume. Overheads would be no parking, no transport manager, and insurance is the same as anything else, so nothing else extra. I would, I, I would guess it would kick me for 25 quid a month in goods in transit, but little else. Yeah, obviously, the exes on running a van are much lower than running a truck. We've come into this before. There's money in trucks, but trucks are involved. Uh, so... It's also used as a private vehicle. It would cost me almost nothing as I'd be in a rare place and being able to run, park, no, no, park anywhere, going in, you know, you can go into over, multi-stories if you're in a little van, no overheads. Um, the refuelling work requires me to cover others when they're sick and have time off. My friend picked up 72k one year off the back of not turning away any work. Well, that's not to be sniffed at. Um, so I can easily, basically, yeah, that's the bottom line with this one. Now the fun part, finding a worthy van. Jesus, Webster, it's a minefield. <laughs> uh, being honest, is quite refreshing. The ability to cherry-pick jobs and not stress about earning a crust will be nice. I suppose that's the thing. You've got a regular job paying your regular income, and then you've got a little van where you can take stuff on the side should you want to. Uh, the ability to quote high on no-return jobs and make a day out of it also really appeals. Al's done that. Al's got Milton Keynes to Wales. He's quoting it back in the day. He's quoting a big loot of money. It's the only job that we needed doing. Paid it. So I drove to Wales, drove back. He said, "I used hardly any diesel. These are the engine." He said, "The engine on the on the new vans, you can fit them on like a piece of A4 paper. It's all turbo. Boom, there and back. Speedy, no problem. An argument. And also, if you're going, to, yeah, you're going to, um, yeah. So, mate, I understand. Thanks for filling me in. He's also we we got a truck comparison here. Having fun this week, you've driven the Volvo SL240, the DAF LF250, and a MAN 419K, all 18 tonne. The MAN was the nicest interior by far. Fixed bed is nice, uh, but um, it has a sea of poor quality switches. Can't forgive the awful radio. Medium wave, long wave, short wave. Who uses short wave? I use Dad. I use it on my phone. I just basically got the, the phone... To I've, I've got a Bluetooth adapter that fits in the cigarette lighter. Tune the radio FM into like 87.5. And then the phone goes to the Bluetooth adapter. The Bluetooth adapter goes to the radio. And I've got decent dab radio. Because the radio on his phone, the pickup on this phone has got to be better than any dab radio you're going to get. Sometimes the Bluetooth adapter and thing doesn't talk to the radio a little bit. But it's very, very, very short-lived. Um, the same for the man. Why, oh, yeah, so why is the handbrake behind you? I thought that was that. Why is the handbrake behind you? Volvo two cup holders, um, easy to use but boring. Sorry, Daft gets last place. Seats are all good or bad as each other. Uh, vol uh, the volume can give you a headache, but it's okay. Uh, the man is the seat's hard to adjust but comfy. The Daft rubs against the um, yeah or something. Yeah, Volvo smashes. So that's kind of the thing on trucks. He says, uh, right. I'm going to cut, yeah. I guess, mate, I'm pleased you're out there. I'm pleased you're doing the thing. He says, and also there was one that came after this. He said, a slight update in my unusual world. The dream job of sitting on my, of sitting there doing nothing for 40 grand a year refueling is quiet. Very, very quiet. I've been informed on the grapevine the job's mine. 
and yet to hear anything. It is a concern. However, also being offered another role that I'm taking, test driver, but this time with electric trucks. Everyone knows they're coming, so it looks like I'm first in line to access all the good bad points, and that will be interesting to find out how it goes. Because it'll go space age with electric trucks. So that's kind of that secure. And I think we're caught up now. I've caught up on all the questions. I'll try and keep up. Uh, I'll try and, yeah, we should do one a week now. So we're looking at one Q&A on a Sunday, probably one courier exchange-related video at the beginning of the week, which will be, some of them will be updated and some will be some new points which we haven't covered. And I'm going to try and do some life on the road. I hope that fits in well with you guys. Like I say, the questions out there this week were, um, do you need a licence to deliver food? Uh, how much are we charging per mile? That will help me. Or, well, what are shippers looking to pay per mile in vans? Anyway, there's another one, wasn't there? Not the other one. Ba, 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 ba. And, oh yeah, how do you, has anyone had to secure cartons in high winds? In the meantime, I hope you enjoy the sunshine. It's crazy, crazy hot. Um, by the time this has gone out, I've done my MOT this morning. Fingers crossed you went through. I'll let you know next week. And if it has gone through, that's going to give me the opportunity to take care and take money. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.